Welcome back to another episode of the Māori Millionaire Podcast. Ko te kahukura Boynton tōku ingoa, huri tēnei no Ngāti Kahungunu, ngai tūhoi te whakatōhia hoki. I'm 19 years old, I am a tauira at the University of Waikato, studying law, and this is my podcast all about personal finance, investing and entrepreneurship. So, no my kite podcast, welcome if you are new. Today's podcast episode is going to be a little bit different. So I have just spent my week in Masterton. Um, I've been talking to Tawira at schools within the Wairarapa about personal finance, investing and entrepreneurship. And so this podcast episode is kind of answering some of the questions that I got from some of the kids so that we can kind of normalise answering these questions because what I found was that some of the kids who spoke to me after my presentation were whakama to ask the questions whilst I was talking. And we all know what it's like to be kids at school. We know what it's like to be teenagers. We don't want our friends to judge us and we don't want to be laughed at and all these things. And it's it sucks that we have to um, do this. But I want to share the answers to these questions because they're important things that we need to know. And so despite the whakama of some of our um rangatahi at the moment, I want to just answer these questions so that we can all know without having to go through the embarrassment um, of potentially being laughed at, because people can be mean, and I already know that, so this is my little thing for you guys to be able to answer those questions. So let's get straight into it. The first question um, that I got was, how do I know I'm spending too much money on takeaways? And this was a really good question because I myself When I was in high school, I literally used to spend a lot of money on takeaways. My partner and I went to um, takeaway shops literally every single day. It was horrendous, Um, not only for our health, but also for our putia, because we were spending small amounts. We weren't getting, like, everything every day. We were getting, like, a $5 item every single day, but five times seven is $35, and if we just look at one month of $35 per week over four weeks, that's what, $130 or something like this? Um, The point is, is that these small things add up just like the everyday coffee. I'm not a huge advocate of cutting out all the small costs in your life because if some of them are providing value to you, then I think it's important to be able to find ways to keep those little costs in there. But one of the things that I am a huge advocate of is value-based spending. So when it comes to takeaways, a lot of the time we don't actually get much value from it, if any at all. Okay, yes, it's yummy. Um, My personal favorite is a McChicken. But um, one, it's highly overpriced. The costs of a combo at takeaways are far more expensive than cooking meals. So I've been able to meal prep and get one meal down to $3.50 per meal. Those are with those little plastic containers from Kmart. So I do know those aren't the best for the environment, Farno. So if you guys have any other tips, then please let me know. But I, I reuse them, of course. But when I do a big meal prep, I can get one meal down to $3.50 per container. I'm not the best at it. I am still a teenager and I still... um. I make impulsive decisions. I still go to takeaways. This That's not the point of this. The point is that we need to be mindful when we're making those decisions because those decisions are what will impact our pōpō. 
So if we are adding um, lots of dollars into our takeaway um, spendings, then we're going to be spending a lot of money. And especially for young people, this is a perfect time to be saving our money and to be investing in something that we wouldn't necessarily do when we're older. For example, starting a business as a young person is way more exciting and way more, let's say, it's less serious because you don't have all of the adult responsibilities. And I'm saying that with a lot of privilege, knowing that I don't have children and I don't have those responsibilities that I know um, some people my age do. But overall, I think um, a lot of us don't have the responsibilities that we um, will have in even five, ten years away. And so what that means is that if a business fails at this young age, it's going to be KTP because we have the rest of our life to <laughs> recover from it. And so I say that with the story of my um, first business that I started when I was 14. It was called Sust and it was a t-shirt company. It failed within like a month. I ran out of money. I had no more money to keep funding this um, little t-shirt business and I think the t-shirts are still in my mum's shed. Um, I'm not sure, but they should actually be taken out and taken down to the sallies, to be honest. But um, my point is that I failed that business, um, but no one even knows. You know, people don't know about this business unless I tell them. And that's because the mistakes that happen when we're young, you know, so long as they're not that significant, then it gets swept under the carpet. No one really knows what, what happened there. And that's a benefit in so many ways because I think a lot of young people are scared of potentially failing. And what I want you guys to know, um, those listening in today, is that failing is just one part of the process. So each time we fail, we're actually just getting closer to our bigger dream. Yes, there was a long way to come to the answer of one thing that I would do is print out your bank statements. And I want you to print those out and I want you to... Um, differentiate where each like line is going so um, get a highlighter let's say yellow is for takeaways green is for groceries and I want you to go through and actually split them up and see how much money you are spending on each item um, per week so if for example it says that you've spent $100 on takeaways in the past week then I want you to look at that number and go would I rather have spent this on takeaways or would I rather this hard cash right now and I can bet you bottom dollar, you would probably rather the cash, especially when it comes to takeaways, because it's such a nothing, you know? It's so fun for the five minutes you're munching on a Big Mac, but as soon as it's over, it's over. Um, and so that's the stink thing, is that it's really expensive for how much joy you get. And then if we also think of, like, the holder aspect, it's not doing us any favours there. Um, I myself am, you know... A moment on the hips forever on the hips. And so if we're spending heaps of money on takeaways, we're not even getting anything good out of it. So that's my that's my Ficaro about the takeaways question. Another question um, I got from some young people was, how do I start making money on the internet? And this is one that took me a really, really long time to figure out the answer. And I was... Um, in the early years of high school when I found out you could make money on the internet I thought that was the coolest thing ever because everyone has technology these days we all have a phone we all have a device and if we don't 
there's public libraries and there's internet cafes, the accessibility to a device is unreal. We can do this even if, you know, if you don't have much. There are ways to be able to access technology. It's 2023. It's so much easier to access things. And so what this means is that that accessibility is to make puta. So we have the resources to make money online even if we don't have all the flashiest gadgets and that's what I really love about it so when I was at uni I had this um, little macbook it was like one of the cheap ones not one of the flash one guys but I got it with my first thousand dollars of course related cost because I didn't have a laptop then and um, that's what I used to start my blog my podcast and my online business which has now um, made me a lot of money on the internet And so that's why I love online incomes, but how I would start, if I was getting started making an online income, I would really look at a few different things. The first one is, why do you want to make an online income? Is it to buy cool things, Um, or is there a bigger purpose? Because what I found growing up, I tried so many different ways to make money on the internet, but I didn't have a co-papa behind it, I just wanted to make money. And a lot of the time it didn't really work for me because I didn't have the driving force behind me to stick at it when things got tough because I didn't have a reason to do it. I was only doing it for money. And whilst money is a big motivator in my life, it's not the only thing that can motivate me. And actually it's really easy for me to like fall off the bandwagon if it's only for money because money is an amazing opportunity and it's an amazing resource, but it doesn't drive me. Um, I'm not motivated solely by the dollars. I'm motivated by a co-papa that's going to help change people's lives. And so when I first started and I didn't have a co-papa behind what I was talking about um, or what I was trying to find online income in, I found that it was really easy to fall off as soon as um, I didn't make money or as soon as there was one complication. It was the easiest thing to give up on because I didn't have a why. And the difference um, I saw when I started Māori Millionaire, when I started Māori Millionaire, I didn't start it as a business. Um, I've kind of fallen into it being a business, and I didn't really think it would be when I started. I kind of just wanted to share my journey, share a little blog, and I didn't actually um, envisage making any money from the platform. I really just wanted to share my journey about personal finances and hopefully inspire some other people. And so it was really exciting, um, the idea when I found out that I could potentially make money from this, and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. What I've learned from that is that if you don't have a reason behind it, then it's going to be a lot harder to make money. So I ask this question um, before making an online income, is what is your bigger purpose? And I think that's what differentiates a Māori millionaire from just a normal millionaire, because we need purpose and we need kaha and we need to have a kaupapa to work towards. We're not just like little money hungry, little peasants or, you know, we have to have something we're working towards. And so if you're wanting to make an online income, I would really recommend delving deep into understanding what you think you can provide to other people. How are you going to help other people? How are you going to um, manaki people you don't know, how are you going to bring these values within your business, what are the different kaupapa that you're going to talk about, or are you going to create products, is it going to be a service-based business, like how are we going to make money with this little side hustle, that's my whakaro, 
but it's important to really think about that. Why do you want to do this? And if you're looking for a book recommendation, I would really look at Start With Why by Simon Sinek. It's my absolute favourite book. I loved it. No, not my favourite, sorry. I read a lot of books, so I call them all my favourites because I love so many different books. But it's a really amazing book, and it talks about how we need a inner why. We need a purpose. We need, like, a reason to do the things that we're doing. And this is why I talk about it so much. Start with why. Okay, one of the next questions that I got from a lot of the students is why would I invest my money when I can just save it? And this was before I explained the difference um, between how much money you could have by investing versus savings. And the difference in the scenario that I shared with them was um, saving $100 a month over a 15-year period, which I think uh, saved about $18,000, or investing $100 a month over a 15-year period into a well-diversified managed fund, um, something like the S&P 500, with an annual return of 10%, um, which is what they've returned on average since the 1920s, is it, it made like $40,000. So that was like a difference of $20,000 by investing versus saving. Um, I would really recommend listening to some of my other podcasts to explain investing a bit more to understand it because it is quite a big um, area to learn about. But it's definitely realistic and it's definitely doable for young people to get into investing, um, for people who have never thought about investing before. But yeah, those were the three questions that the students um, were asking about. There were more. Let me know if you guys want a part two to this podcast episode, because I personally found the kids really inspiring to be around. Like They were asking the, the questions that I never think of. And and one of the really cool experiences that I actually found um, whilst in my, it was a challenging experience to be around young people and to be like teaching them because I've never had that experience before. And let me tell you, I stand with the teachers striking on a totally different ball game now because I've been with these kids for, um, we, we were literally only doing one hour workshops, but I it's hard to keep kids um, attentive and they're so visual in how they're feeling and what you're talking about. So I think that teachers should really get a big pat on the back and um, really be acknowledged for the hard mahi that they do. And I, for one, can really resonate because back in the day at school, I wasn't the easiest child <laughs> to be in a classroom. I was always challenging what the teacher was saying or um, if I was bored in a class, I would just misbehave. So I definitely stand with all the teachers um, on strike. Uh, yeah, but that's today's podcast episode for you guys, Fano. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast episode. Please remember to um, rate the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and share this podcast episode with your Fano and friends. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Māori Millionaire with an underscore. Same on TikTok, same on Facebook. And that's us for today, Ete Fano. So come back next week, Monday at 4 pm, for another podcast episode. Ngamahinui Ete Fano. Kakite.